All right. Well, um, yeah, welcome to episode 29 of the Gundam Explained podcast. I'm your host, Adam Blue, and um, yeah, this was a weird one. So right when I went to go live, where I'm using Streamlabs or whatever, where you can click go live, because I already had it set up and everything, um, it all of a sudden says it. there's no connection to YouTube, can't go live. And I'm like, well, what? So what do I do? And um, I'm sitting there thinking, well, I'm glad I start five minutes early to get everything going. And um, I just, I'm troubleshooting. I'm like, I can't figure out what to do. So I was like, well, you know what I'll do? I'll sign out and sign back in on Streamlabs. Well, I did that and all of the scenes I created vanished. Everything was gone. And um, yeah, that, uh, hold on, let me check something here. Okay. Yeah, that, okay, sounds good. Yeah, so that was crazy. I did not want to start that way where I'm like, oh my gosh, like nothing is there. So I had to rebuild every scene. And then I saw that there were some audio issues with that intro. The, it, the music was playing twice. So I was supposed to like, man, I'm not going to troubleshoot that. I just need to go live. So sorry for that little delay that shouldn't have happened, but at least we're here. Um, yeah, that's crazy. So again, episode 29, the Gunnam Explained podcast going live sometimes produces technical difficulties like that but we can get past it and move on um, because there's some cool stuff to talk about in the world of Gundam today you know if you haven't please like and subscribe so there's this giveaway that's been going on right and uh, I didn't know when I was gonna do you know announce the winners because I'm about to hit 800 I was thinking between eight 8820 but I think I'm, I might do it this weekend so if you haven't already subscribe and check out the video in the link description for the giveaway going on. So in, in in the comments of that video, put something you'd like to win that's Gundam related that uh, can be relatively easy to purchase. Um, uh, yeah, because I'd like to do something like that. Uh, yeah, two winners, two winners, of course. But also I want to do something else, and I haven't made it official on the Discord yet because, yes, there's a Discord, and there's some badass people in that Discord. It is awesome. People with a ton of Gundam knowledge helping me out all the time. People that are just good model kit makers, people that make their own custom model kits. It's pretty awesome. I'm going to start a, a separate giveaway that's more of a contest on Discord for the model building because a lot of people do post their their models. So I'll, I will do a more official announcement of that um, probably soon. It'll probably be a separate way I'll announce that other than the video or I might just put it in the Discord. I don't know. I'm still thinking about that. But but so two things here. Giveaway. Check that video out. Gumpla building contest. Join the Discord to find out more details uh, by this weekend. Um, yeah, because we've got a cool community in there. Very cool. So, um, you know, usually I like to talk about what I've gotten recently Gundam related. I haven't really gotten anything recently. Um, you know, there's weeks that go by where I'm not picking up a model kit or a robot spirits or a Blu-ray. Um and I'm just enjoying the stuff. So, yeah, nothing I really picked up there. But if anyone wants to put in the comments or anything um, about, like, maybe something you've picked up recently or in the chat, because I can, um, I'll be checking out the chat. I'll try to check out the chat more. That's kind of a newer thing as I do this podcast live is checking out the uh, the chat. And then uh, Zionic Shadow, shout out to you. Oh, and Santo Bell. Oh, but he's going off to work. Huh. I wonder if it's something you can uh, listen to while you're off to work. But, uh Rizionic Shadow, uh, and awesome GBO2 players. Yeah, that's what's really cool about Discord. I It's like, 
I felt like I was alone in the universe when it came to GPO2, Gun and Battle Operation 2 on PS4 and PS5. But after making the Discord, a bunch of people have jumped in that are really good at it. I see them at the top of the leaderboards, and I'm like, uh, who's going to explain? <laughs> you know, uh, seeing everyone else do- doing so well. And we'll be talking about some GPO2 here later. Every once in a while, I've been able to jump on and play. I just haven't really recently to meet up. Uh, I want to be able to do that a bit more, but hopefully we will soon. Um, but yeah, um, hey, Will Reed, glad to see you've joined. Uh, finally made it to one of these live. Yeah, well, I'm glad you made it. Sorry for the little hiccup at the beginning, but uh, um, I don't know if I'll like edit that out when this goes. Uh, it's kind of funny to witness the little mess ups. Um, yeah, I'm going to jump into it. Uh, let's see if that, uh, yeah, and you know what? Usually, if you're watching this and not listening, there would be a little fade uh, transition, and that actually did not happen because all my scenes were reset. Wow, that, that's something, isn't it? Uh, but really, just to uh, talk about what's been going on lately, and you know what? Let me tweak something here, too. Um, just a wee bit of a tweak. Um, yeah, there we go. Um, isn't that, you know what I have to do? Like I have to put on my old man glasses to really see what I'm doing. You know, I don't like, you know, on the edge right here, like that's bleeding a little. Got to fix that. All right. So just to look at some previous videos I put up this week. So we had, um, on Saturday, a surprise video. Every once in a while, I get some extra idea for content that doesn't really fit the Monday ones here, Friday. I'll throw it up on the weekend, like a giveaway video. But it was the true story of Milpo Schlint, or Schlint. I think there's really a pronunciation for that, but watch it and you'll see uh, uh, Mechanic, the mechanic, uh, it, uh, was able to join for that. He's kind of a Gundam connoisseur and he knows his stuff and he was kind of close to the story of Milpo, so he was able to explain some of that to me. Um, very cool. Uh, check that video out so you can get some background on that character. I um, also did a review of... Um, the robot spirits, uh, new and bitters Zaku too. So yeah, another Zaku too. Can't have enough of them, but I kind of dived into some of the interesting aspects of it and it kind of has the smoke details, uh, the effect parts that it comes with. That's pretty cool. And then also Zeon's answer to the ball. So this was a dive into another episode of MS Igloo, uh, where they're just seen another aspect of battle. If you haven't been watching the MS Igloo stuff, you should. It's very interesting. This one in particular, we, we see their, um, what is it? Mo- mobile, not mobile capsule, mobile something. I can't think of it at the top of my head, but it's like the answer to their ball, right? It's, it's the, well, it's called the Ogo. That's like its name, uh, technically. And, uh, it's kind of sad and depressing what happens, you know, mobile suit Gundam can be depressing, but that episode in particular, yeah, it, it was pretty sad. Um, gotta call them your old type glasses. Okay. That is hilarious. Zionic shadow. That is hilarious. Old type glasses. I like that. That's that's gonna stick. That's that's hilarious. And then, will uh, can we get the clan together to clear some clan missions? One hundred percent. We need to do that. Uh, it, w- man, if we just get a date down for it, you know, like uh, Saturdays would probably work best for everyone. I don't know. Just let's uh, let's brainstorm that. You know, let me take a sip of my tea. Thank you. Um. All right. So yeah, those were the videos. And um, let's see, was I going to jump into something? Yeah. So we had a poll from last week. Who has the better mobile suits and why? Okay. And this is between Amar and Shar. First, it was who's the better pilot? 
And uh, 61% voted Amar Ray. Um, for this this latest one, who has the better mobile suits? And I put and why, so we can kind of look at that. Amaro on the 59. Okay, so it was kind of a similar split between the two. And we have some pretty interesting uh, uh, comments here. So Tyler Jackson says, as much as I love the new high new in Amaro as a character, I got to say Char, just because I like more of his suits overall, says Abi Rikdi as Hayakushiki. And, and that is a very good point. It, you know, it's, there's a more there's more variety of a char, not in terms of how many suits, but how unique each suit is. So that's very interesting. Kamikaze Quad Seven, if that's something someone says ever. I think Amro simply because his main line of suits were in a rising rate of performance per improvement in models. Char had a lot of suits that were good, but they were based on more what his goals roles were at the time rather than just improvement. His scores uh, his score takes an even bigger hit when. He hit the stage of relying on Zeong and its variants afterwards, even with his later iterations and clones. Zeon was indeed cool, but I think he was much more formidable with something like Sazabi or Hayokushiki without having to rely on the fancier tech. Imagine what Shark could have actually done if he had a Sinanju or Kshatriya rather than a Sazabi. Full Frontal was only half of his soul and thus had more flaws as a person than the original and that became his downfall in Unicorn, even with a perfect Xiong. So that brings up a question, and I don't know the answer to this, but would we consider full frontal Char? Would we just say, oh, he's Char, even though a lot of it points to that it is the case, whether that's as a clone? Um, and, and, you know, we saw that interesting part at the end where there's like the spirit of Char anyway, um, uh, you know, kind of trying to speak with him. So I I don't know. I think that's kind of an interesting little debate to talk about there. But yeah, thanks, Kamikaze. That's very thoughtful, just like your new type comment from before. Uh, Steam Cheems. To me, it's Amaro, mainly because of the new Gundam. It's probably my favorite Gundam of all time. It's just so damn cool. Honestly, I can't think of any other mobile suit that tops it, in my opinion. And I will say, when it comes to the evolution of that RX-78-2 look, the new Gundam does look sick. I think the high new looks sick just as well, but I think the new Gundam can kind of stay in line with the original look. And it's just, it's a really good design. Um, Wendigo, I love Shars mobile suits, especially the Gelgoog, Yakushiki, and Zeong. Yeah, those are good ones. Robert, I believe it'd be a toss-up. Not only are both great pilots, but each had at times a better machine than the other. For instance, Gundam versus the Zeong Gundam. But if you pitted Amro and his DJ against the Hayakushiki of Quattro Shark Asval, then more than likely the Hayakushiki. So yes, a toss-up. Both have excellent machines at different times, so it all depends on time period. Yeah, that's a good point. Will, between Char and Amaro, the pilot who had the better mobile suits, in my opinion, would have to be Char. Early on in the original series, Char's sortie of mobile suits leaned more into quality than quantity. Yeah. Where Amaro's RX-78-2 Gundam outperformed the majority of Xeon's forces both on land and in space. It wasn't long before the Gundam was surpassed by Xeon's engineering. If it weren't for Amro's ever-evolving skills as a pilot and a new type, Char and any of his numerous mobile suits he piloted would have taken the Gundam out. Which, real quick, that, you know, reminds me, what if then Amro got a hold of the Alex? And would there have been an interesting confrontation there? Despite the Rigazi custom and modified Rick DJ, the only notable MSs that Amaro piloted that weren't Gundams would have been this, the same basic mass production federal units that can be seen in the background shots as cannon fodder. Shaw, however, not only piloted unique and cutting-edge mobile suits, but also highly customized ones that suited his speedy fighting style. 
from a red Zaku 2 HMT that performed three times faster than a regular Zaku to the epitome of the one-year war's weapons development, the Xeong. The Federation could not supply Amuro with the cadre of Gundam's mobile suits that, uh, the way Xeong could both supply and develop ever-improving mobile suits for Shar. That is simply just comparing the two during the one-year war. And that's a good point, because it really looked like... Um, you know, Zeon, the Principality of Zeon, between either Zeonic or Zimad, they were just willing to pump out whatever Char wanted. I mean, even if you think about the Zeon, even if it was the perfect Zeon with the legs, that is such an insane suit, especially with it having potentially, you know, psycho abilities. Um, it's just an insane suit. I mean, yeah, even considering the mobile armor they were creating um, and the mobile armor that was used near the end and that Lala Soon used. So Zeon was, yeah. It's very interesting how all that kind of worked out. Zeon was first with the mobile suits um, and to like really the cutting edge and the Federation was a little behind. Um, and I wonder why that was, you know, what did Zeon somehow just did they have amazing scientists or did they just have access to resources? I don't know. After the one-year war, while Amuro was grounded and very rarely seen in any MS, Char went on as Quattron piloted numerous state-of-the-art mobile suits before piloting the Hayakushiki. After retiring the Hayakushiki, Char would then go on to have Neo Zeon develop numerous new mobile suits based around the Saikamu system, something his uh, allies created for the Sazabi and Nightingale without the Saikamu system that was originally intended for the Sazabi. Amuro would never have been able to pilot the new Gundam in a manner to save the Earth or battle against Char's ever-growing forces in short oh really i'm <laughs> just joking it has always seemed that the earth federation was a step behind in both mobile suit development and new type research when compared to any of their enemies okay with Shar usually pitted against the federation and amro he has been uh able to pilot far more interesting mobile suits well well said will well said well said i don't i don't think i have a follow-up to that all right jump in the chat hey there's uh hyuga boy 22 what's up I don't know if Amro could beat Nightmare of Solomon. Hmm. That would be, Hannah Velgato, that would be interesting. Um, Xeon had better pilots. Uh, Federation had much better tech uh, with the amount of Gundams they produced. So, yeah, that's interesting. So, if we're talking about the technology, what is it that made the Gundam so amazing? Or the Gundam, since apparently there were more. So, yeah, that's interesting. Zionic Shadow, Annabelle Gato versus Amuro would be a great battle. I think Gato would kick his ass. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see something like that. That would be interesting. I don't know. If Kuraki was able to beat Gato, they got Amuro good, you know? I don't know. That was one cool thing about Stardust uh, 0083. They didn't really um, dive into that new type stuff as much. Or at all. I think so. All right. Uh, Side Gundam Sasabi is epic. The boy Amuro is the goat. Albert Avila, only suit Char has that's comparable is Hayakushiki. Yeah, I, I hear that a lot. So, and I agree. That's that's such a sick suit. And there's that new premium Bandai Metal Robot Spirits. That's like the mass-produced version. So I'm not really gonna grab it, but I really need the standard one. It's just it's pretty pricey uh, for the Robot Spirits one. Um, let's see. Uh, so another one from Hugaboy22. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. I seriously think they're under uh, estimating Xeon. That war was much closer than people realize. Yeah, um, you know, and it's interesting watching MS Igloo because we're seeing from the other point of view from Xeon and other uh, groups during the war, even at about a coup, what was going on. And it seemed like all of a sudden the Federation just showed up with a ton of uh, mobile suits. And while Xeon does seem like the bad guys and they do horrific things, we saw Salamis 
class cruisers shoot a mega particle cannon. I believe that might have not been a mega particle cannon, just one of their lasers. I'll have to look that up. Uh, at the enemy, even though they had allies right there and destroyed a ball. That's in the, the recent episode I looked at. MSA Glue is pretty interesting. All right, we'll read. I'd like to see that matchup, but is Gato in his Gelgoog or Dom? Or are we talking RX-78-2 versus GPO-2? Yeah, with that nuke. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what Amaro could do about that. Um, now, Benadja, on the other hand, what if he can just kind of like stop it? You know, like he did that other laser. Well, cool. So the next poll I'm going to put up, and I will post it later. It's it, And it, it, this is thanks to the Discord chat. There was a question in Discord, like, what's the best female pilot in Gundam? And... I would. I'm curious what you all think. If I should be doing it just from Mobile Suit Gundam, the uh, UC timeline, or from any, I don't know too many from stuff outside UC. So it'd be interesting to see what you guys say. Uh, but the top ones I'm thinking about, actually, yeah, I have it up here. Uh, Ruloka, Luca, Ro, Luca. Um, but yeah, from Double Zeta. Another great reason to watch Double Zeta. And I like the fact that she likes uh, Judo Ashta, and he just doesn't kind of care. I like that. I like that Haman Karn likes him, and he just doesn't care. Oh, and actually, it would be both of them. Yeah, Haman Karn, Ruloka, uh, Sela Mass, for sure. Um, it, you know, because in, I'm I'm calling out women that were pivotal in, you know. They were fighting alongside men. They were in some awesome mobile suits, et cetera, et cetera. And Machine uh, is another one. Um, she's she's probably my favorite. Between that and Fayuri, I like Fayuri because she was really about taking care of Camille and kids at the same time and still going out in a mobile suit to get something done. So, yeah, that's a good character too. Okay, I'll put that pull up uh, after. Uh, can we stick to UC? Yeah, I think we should do that for now. Oh, Alma Steiner, good, good call. She's a good fairy. Yeah, that is a that is a good call, Hugga Boy. I need to look more into her. I think I want to do a video just on her. There's some very interesting things that came out of the Code Fairy game when it comes to her story, and I don't know if many Gundam fans are aware of all that. But all right, moving on real quick. Uh, you know, I missed this from last time. Robert wanted me to show off a drawing of a ship he made. This is actually in the Discord. If you want to take a look at it or ask him some questions about it, um, but this is just one of his many drawings he's done if anyone else has any artwork yeah feel free to email it to me uh post it in the discord yeah i'd be down to look at it all right um yeah let's move on okay so gonna battle operation so cool thing is the gbo days are coming up it's like you know the first thursday through sunday of every month so you get like a free um drop uh, what do they call it you get a free thing free gotcha but also um i don't know if it's just from gbo but they have like the half off so i did that as well now i'm i was already pumped at the first hazel i mean i guess hazel stuff i just love there's so many reasons advanced zeta just has amazing suits this is like what we were just talking about about zeon having some very interesting experimental suits near the end of the one-year war and it looks like uh the titans picked up that mantle and that kind of goes into experimenting, pushing the limits, and kind of being baddies, perhaps. But, um, no, they have the Hazel, which was a previous drop. Yes, yeah, supply drop, that's what we call it. And I haven't got it yet. 
And then everyone in the Discord was like saying how they got the Hazel 2 on both their accounts. Or, yeah, I think Zionic Shadow uh, pointed that out on both his accounts. He has an alt. He got the Hazel 2 on both. And it's like, what? Um, and then I saw on Reddit people were saying they got it. So I went and jumped in and I didn't get it. But I did get the Byron Link Custom. And that's a favorite of mine. That's one I've been waiting for. And I and I played around right before I, I got on stream. And yeah, that one's awesome. I love that you can put it in flight mode where it's just hovering. So you can kind of move around above and battle just like Unicorn. Uh, I even put the EFSF logo on the shoulder just like in Unicorn. Um, but anyway... So that's pretty cool. I didn't really look at anything else going on. I guess this is GM3 Close Combat Level 2. Oh, I didn't see this. And now I have. So they have these uh, Team Titans uh, marks to get. Oh, yeah, that's great. Uh, and then I guess some other level versions added in there. Um, you know what? I've been playing that new underground base map, and it's like... On one hand, uh, I don't know if just my matches on that map have been bad. It is kind of cramped. One time I fell into the water, and then I couldn't get out. I didn't know where to go. I mean, I got out, but it was just kind of funny that I'm playing, and I fall in the water, and I'm like, okay, where do I go to get out? It was kind of embarrassing, but um, no, that was, uh, I think it's one of those where once I understand the routes better and the map better, um, I like it. I kind of like how on either side, when you're closer to the the ship, there's these these columns that are part of the cavern that you that you know one side goes down into the ground near the water, the other side's up near the base, and you can kind of use that if you're really watching where your allies are and where the enemy is. You can kind of use that to really plan your attacks. It's almost like yeah, with even with the buildings all in it, it's like giving you more room to plan your attacks. I think it's the most congested and closed quartered map maybe the next one would be that space uh one and i don't remember what it's called it's that space one where there's like multiple levels that you like fly through and then you go around that one can sometimes be uh tight as well um anyway curious what you guys think about um that map or any of this stuff. I love the sales. Like this is uh, for me, I, some people in the discord say they didn't really care, but for me, um, the Hazel stuff is like top tier. The fact that I got the Byron custom, which I believe was a Titan that came from the Titan, um, development. And then now we have the Hazels. Uh, I love it. I just, I cannot wait for that, uh, premium Bandai metal robot spirits to come out. All right. So moving on and actually before i move on let's see um oh just some chat going on that's cool um okay kukuru's dones island anime film reveals cast story june 3rd opening so a couple interesting things one june 3rd that's closer than we think and that's going to come by really fast i love it i love that we're getting a brand new uc anime during the one-year war where amuro is the main character I mean, that's just, you just need to give me that classic Gundam stuff. And then they have actually the the, the cast, I guess, who's going to be doing the voices, but they have the, the drawings um, of the characters, and they look great because it has that classic Gundam anime look and not what is more modern with some things, um, which I really like. Um, you know, someone was bringing, bring, not someone, but on Reddit, um, 
Kakarot had a new video talking about so Slugger Law. Uh, you know, an interesting little character, little, he's a big guy, in, in Mobile Suit Gundam, um, with the relationship with other crew members. Um, but apparently the timeline doesn't really fit, apparently, which in which where he would be during this, uh, where this episode took place in the original Mobile Suit Gundam, um, and when he appears. And uh, even further, I've read more about that the story is being tweaked a little differently than what it the original intention was. Um, now, one of the main things about that is the the reason the original episode was removed from some releases was because um, Tomino didn't really like how it turned out. Didn't like the message wasn't portrayed the way he intended, so it was just removed. So, in my eyes. A re-release could be like, okay, they can make this take place sometime around that. They might explain it in the story. Uh, but yeah, be able to, you know, talk about something a little more interesting. Um, so we'll see. I'm just uh, I'm just glad that uh, we're getting something so soon. You know, one, one other thing is I hope that the music, because music for some reason in Gundam is a big deal to me. I hope the music that they play is totally like OG Gundam, just maybe modernized just a bit. Um, you know, the stuff we're seeing out of UC Engage is, is great. You know, that animation is during that time period. So anyway, curious what you guys think, um, about all that. Cause I, I'm just pumped. We're getting something more and this could expand more. They can then be telling more stories from the UC timeline with Amaro. Like, you know, is there anything else that can be told from Amaro that wouldn't, I guess, go against what's canon already in Zeta, where he shows up. You know, maybe something's going on during double Zeta, maybe before Char's counterattack, maybe after Char's counterattack, if, you know, he didn't die or anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Those are all very interesting. All right. Um... All right. Oh, hey, Mechanic. Good to see you here. I think I'm going to show something off here in a second you posted. Um, yeah, so if you guys got anything that you want to post, like Gunpla-related, you put together, yeah, feel free to post that. All right. So, the Mobile Suit of the Week, or Mobile Armor, is going to be this G-Armor. The reason I'm, I want to talk about this um, has to do with um, Slager Law, because I heard that he's going to have a custom GM. Uh, that will be in Kukuru's uh, Dones Island. That's always the toughest thing to say. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. But then when I was looking up what he's piloted, it was showing the G-Armor. And what I liked about the G-Armor is this was something that was part of the original Mobile Suit Gundam uh, series, but it was removed from the movie. Because I guess originally this was used to sell toys, and it wasn't really prominently f featured in the trilogy, the movie trilogy. But I like it. I I kind of like this type of thing. Um, again, I don't really have a large history with, you know, Japanese properties with robots other than Gundam. You know, even growing up, I wasn't even really into Transformers. So seeing something like this to me is just cool and unique. But the G-Armor is the combined form of the RX-78-2 Gundam with both parts of the G-Fighter. Due to the G-Armor's ability to quickly deploy the Gundam after transporting the mobile suit, it is the most used combined configuration of the G-Fighter and Gundam. 
So a couple things. Yeah, on television, it was Mobile Suit Gundam and um, Thunderbolt. So that's the other thing. It had some, a unique use of it in Thunderbolt, um, which is pretty cool. So yeah, developed from the Gundam and G-Fighter. Oh yeah, and the RGM-79GM from Thunderbolt. Okay, developed into the RX-92. Let's see what that is. What is this? I don't want to take a survey. Okay, the RX-92 LAS G Commander is a mobile fortress that appears... Okay, I need to fix that. In the manga sh short story, The Dog of War UC-92. Dang, look at that. So I'm getting a lot of vibes from this. The Dendrobium... Okay, I feel like I need to see that word to say it, you know, from Stardust Memory. And, um, yeah, I guess that mobile armor look. It's very interesting, the direction that Federation takes their mobile, or Anaheim takes their mobile armor versus what they do for Xeon. I like that little head poking out there. That's funny. But that looks cool. Very, very cool. Okay, so that's something, again, that's something we learned. I'm sure all of you guys knew that. Gnome Pilot, Salem Mass. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was thinking it was that other thing. But no, that that is correct. And that's why I called out Sayla as a, as a female pilot. That would be one to vote on, I guess, because she did take her part in pivotal moments when it came to mobile suit battles. Um, let's see. First and last scene in 79. Okay. Um, let's see. Technology and combat characteristics. The G armor was the result of the Gundam combining with both the A parts and B parts of the G fighter. In this form, the G fighter's tank treads connected the A parts and B parts so that energy could travel between the two. After combining, movement and weapons were controlled from the G fighter's cockpit, though during the G armor's first appearance, the Gundam's cockpit carried out fire control. Because it was waist and arms, because its waist and arms were exposed, two of the Gundam shields were mounted to its arms to protect both sides of the G armor. The Gundam can be released from the G armor in a process known as bolt out, during which the A parts and B parts separated from the mobile suit before automatically recombining into the G fighter. The shield on the right arm was originally discarded when this was done, but after a proposal by Amaro Ray, a special joint was implemented so that it could be mounted over the over the top of the shield on the left arm. Thanks, Amaro. Keeping it just like when you got an action figure and you want all of its accessories to be able to connect onto it somehow. So yeah, Amaro had the right idea. So Mega Particle Cannon, two tube missile launcher, four tube missile launcher, um, and the RXM SH008S. So the shield, one of oh, it's just the name of the shield. Very interesting. Yeah, I have the robot spirits of this. That would probably be a good review, and it's awesome because it's like anime accurate. It comes with the effect parts for the missiles and everything. In the second season of Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt, a G armor carrying uh, a RGM seventy nine GM uh, Thunderbolt version participated in the Battle of Abaku and was destroyed by MSN O one Saikamu test high mobility type Zaku two. Awesome scene, by the way. Thunderbolt's awesome. Anyway. Um, Let's see, um, uh, we got some people in chat, Robert is in there, Androyus says, G-Fighter was more of a Sela thing than Slager's thing in MSG TV. Yeah, that's true, because I'm thinking back to that, I I really only re remember Sela. Um, I'd have to watch it again to see that. 
Um, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, Robert, you show my yes, Robert. We showed the the shit pick early on. Okay. Um, let's see. Zionic Shadow, they should do an anime about the Gundam unit 4 and 5 because the manga has so much potential. Yeah, anything during that time period with those units actually would be a great idea. That's awesome. Okay, moving on real quick. This is from Mechanic the Mechanic. Okay, he's, I wanted to share my custom suit that I built uh, for if GBN was real. And I like that because that's like, you know, it, it's like taking different... Gundams combining some of their features like what I'm seeing here is you know moon Gundam you know with the colors looking interesting and seeing kind of like the f91 uh look to the uh to the shoulders and then even that unique uh, v fin look there um it, I was about to say it almost reminds me of turn a but I'm just thinking uh the mustache how that curves now that is very cool yeah, there is a mustache, and it goes down. Like, that's that's a really neat head right there. That's, uh, yeah, very well done. Very well done. Um, anything else? Oh, McNutty building the Mark II, one of my favorites. I say that a lot. I say the Hazel's my favorite, but they're very similar. And then Mechanic with his EFSF uh, drink uh, cup thing. That's awesome. Let's see. Oh, McNutty with his uh, finished... Mark II Hayakushiki, very awesome. Oh, I love that as well. I I have um, Gundam Fix Figuration, one version of it. It's not as solid as a Robot Spirits, but at least it's shiny gold. Um, and you know, there's so much other stuff I want to be able to get to. Will post the most hilarious memes in here. Men only have four moods, acting like a gangsta, parting with the boys, simping, and pain. You took her life, so don't you judge me. Yeah, I, I love this. I, it's just just seeing the different um, uh, character traits and interactions between the characters in UC. Um, oh, yeah, and then I think, um, it was it, Mike DSP uh, was posting, oh, and Will, uh, posting about, okay, 96, which is something that's brand new to me, too. Like, look at this. Um. I mean, it's just it's just awesome. I guess there's a link to this stuff. So Gundam UC 96 Last Sun. That sounds awesome. Um, and then that looks great. I'm going to have to dive more into this stuff and I haven't yet. All right. Let's see here. Um, am I going to go to comments? Yeah, yeah I think I am. Um, let me check something here real quick. Yeah, let me yeah, let me jump into comments real quick. I don't have too much more time. Um so let's see. Uh we talked that was the poll. Okay. From Santo Bell. Uh this is from podcast episode 28. I was happily watching, then Al came on the screen and it must have started to rain because my face was suddenly wet and I couldn't see clearly from my eyes. I can't think of any other reason, can you? Yeah, that's funny. Um I was like, well, I'm not crying. Yeah, that's uh that's the thing with Gundam, that especially that 0080. Yeah, so in that episode specifically, I was showing um, the kind of the part two comic where Al has been a year after the events of War in the Pocket. And it was, 
Very interesting. Check that out. I attempt to read it. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, yeah. Will's awesome comment. If you guys want to check that out, it's super long. Um, the boy, oh, I missed it. Been a very, uh, it's been a busy week. Yeah, sorry um, for those that missed the live. But hey, just like normal, I, I, it's it comes back. It posts on Friday. Like what? It, how YouTube works is, I guess, like I do the live, and then when I'm done, at some point, and it seems like it takes the next day, it then posts as a video, which is fine with me. But then it takes me longer to get the audio because then I have to download it once it's available to download. So just some feedback if you guys have of when I should be posting or any ideas about that. So Santo Bell, Milpo, the real hero of UC. <laughs> I, yeah, I like how that's going on. Oh, Kamikaze. Wow, I'm surprised somebody online actually bothered to read something I posted, even though it was so lengthy. Thank you for appreciating what opinion and impressions I gave. Yeah, no problem, Kamikaze. I like your comments. Um, you know, and I think that's what's cool about this community, and I think maybe just Gundam fans in general, is there's really so much involved with, especially the Gundam UC. I'm potentially more out there, and I'll get to that in the future. But with Gundam UC, there's so much about character development, about how it mirrors real life, um, and there's so much you can dive into. And so I enjoy the long conversation. Uh, we'll read, I need to set up a Mipple Schlint, Schlint NFT. Yeah, that, uh, Char Aznable. No, no, we don't. I just saw that just now. I'm glad Char posts here. <laughs> but no, that's a good one. Um, oh, and then Kamikaze's other excellent uh, comment that's on the poll. Okay, Matt Ralph. Oh, MS team is my favorite. Love the more grounded combat, squad tactics, and dynamics, and the fight with the Goof Custom is my all-time favorite. So cool how he fights and uses the city. Yeah, and I'm almost done with the um, um, MS Igloo series. I think there's really um, four more videos, and it really depends how much I'm going to dive into the later videos. There's some videos that are not directly like related, but they have this weird theme so I might just do a video about that, but right after that, it's 08 MS team. And then um, maybe Thunderbolt? Yeah, there, there's a lot of content to come to. Oh, Mecha Nick, oh no, is my audio shit? No, the audio was great. Don't worry. And I think I saw a comment, um, wouldn't mind hopping on voice to talk about it, but yeah, I want to start setting that up in the future where I can have it where just using the Discord, people can... Just call in and we can have a, a quick chat. I think that'd be good. I just got to keep in mind the length for now. I have this about 45 minutes to an hour. It really depends. Um, and maybe I can trim some of the things I talk about. I don't know. We'll just see how this goes. But I but keep that in mind, guys. I really want to do that. Um, you know, that was fun collabing on that video, man. That was, that was a good time. Oh, Slagger joined. Thanks so much for mentioning my efforts as well as the project as well. I appreciate all of you. Thanks so much. Oh, okay. So Slagger Law. I guess it's not the real Slagger. I was excited for a second. No, but uh, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, this Mopo thing is really cool. It reminds me, like I said in the video, of the uh, the Rex clone from Star Wars and how like the fans kind of retconned him into... Um, uh, Return of the Jedi at the end. Robert, uh, I think you check out my mecha drawing. Oh, Robert, you in your mecha drawings, I tell you. But yeah, the, he hasn't posted in the Discord under fan art, so be sure to check him out there. Uh, Mute Barbecue, what's the Twitter handle for Matt Angler? And that is Retro Anime Chris, a very fun Twitter to follow, I'm telling you. 
Uh, very, very cool stuff there. Santo Bell, more mono eyes, uh, more better. I actually have the white Zaku 2, nice figure. Well, one, I'm jelly. Two, yeah, you can never have enough Zaku 2s. Uh, one day, maybe I'll have an army of them. Sometimes I have a lot of things, like um, this is on my desk, so don't judge me. I have like a bunch of uh, Xenomorphs um, from uh, Aliens. I love Aliens. That's an awesome movie. And, you know, obviously the cool thing about it is the power loader designed by Sid Mead, who designed the Turn A Gundam. So there's always been this connection there that uh, I must have enjoyed. So, yeah, it's very interesting. All right, um, moving on, um, Chester Doug, nice show. Well, well, thank you. Appreciate that. Robert, uh, sniping comments. Hey, it's okay. Yep, Robert, I broke another. Yeah, that's the thing with these robot spirits. Sometimes I'll break a piece. You know how much it hurts when I do that? It hurts. Um, Daniel Tsui, good, uh, good reviews on those robot spirits. I started collecting them recently as the quality and proportion are usually better than the models personally i like mass production ms especially ones with mono eyes six xeon yes six xeon you know in fact speaking of six xeons like for six xeon yeah we'll see how that works um robert oh yeah read that um h chris i like gundam what a great comment i mean because i do too so you're in the right place Santabell, I keep saying it, but these uh, sideshows always have a way of blurring the line of good and bad. And bad guy, yeah. And that's the thing about that last episode is a Salamis, Federation cruiser Salamis, taking a shot at a um, uh, Ogo or, you know, near where the Jotunheim was. And there was a ball there from the Federation and destroyed it. They were willing to kill their own. When really they were surrendering and weren't really much of a threat. I think they were like over Granada or something, and Cassilia had already departed. New type racing. Hey, what stream service can you watch MS Igloo? You know what? None. That's disappointing. You can buy the Blu-ray, though. It's not too expensive. Either, um... What? What is that place called? Not anime stuff. Why am I forgetting? Either Amazon or that, um, Right Stuff anime. <laughs> Uh, usually they have some pretty good sales. That's how I've been getting my Gundam Blu-rays. It's been like almost two years that I'm slowly getting them because they can be expensive where as soon as there's a sale, I'll grab one. I actually burn it to my own MB server um, just so I can have access to it wherever. Although I got to say it's not that reliable. Sometimes if I'm outside the network, it won't always work. And then sometimes it just does. Anyway. So let's see. Um... You know what? I think that is it. I think that is it for uh, this podcast episode. Actually, let me put my old type glasses back on. Thank you, Zionic. I'm going to steal that. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, there's a delay. That's the one thing about doing this live is the delay in the comments. I'm going to say something, and it will take about five minutes. But... Um, Yeah, no, I, yeah, I was silent for nothing. But no, there's a, there's a lot of chat in there going on. I just wish it was real time, but there is a delay. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Hopefully next time I'll be right on time. That that was hilarious what happened where I had to rebuild all my scenes <laughs> from scratch. I, I can't believe I did that. Um, I'm going to try to make it where the chat will 
maybe be more in sync. I don't, I, you know, with the delay, I don't know if it's always going to, that's just how it works. And there's always going to be a delay, but, uh, anyway, um, thanks for watching and we'll talk next time.